Hello everyone, welcome back to Derm of the Day podcast. My name is Caden, this is episode 8. Today we're going to talk about more inflammatory dermatoses. These three conditions that we'll talk about today specifically deal with sloughing of the epidermis. Alright, very high yield for exams. You'll want to recognize these, learn to differentiate them, know the clinical features of each, and obviously how to treat patients when they present with these conditions. So, to begin, first vignette, 23-year-old female, brought to the ED 30 minutes after having a seizure. While waiting in the ED, she begins actively seizing once again. So, in the emergency department, appropriate therapy is initiated. 20 minutes after, she develops dusky macules on her arms, legs, and oral mucosa. When the physician applies slight pressure to the skin, sloughing of the epidermis is noted. So, begin to generate your differential diagnosis. All right, and this is actually a little bit of a trick question. You can't make a definitive diagnosis without estimating the total bottle, total body surface area, or total skin per skin percentage affected um, by the sloughing. All right, so this could either be Steven Johnson syndrome or toxic epidermal necrolysis. All right, and the key thing, the reason why I bring up the total body surface area affected is that's how you differentiate these two conditions. All right, so less than 10% is going to be Steven Johnson syndrome. 10 to 30% is kind of undefined gray area. And then greater than 30% is going to be toxic epidermal necrolysis or necrolysis. All right. And what is the cause of this condition? Okay, so the cause of SJS or TEN, Stevens-Johnson or toxic epidermal necrolysis, is first-time exposure to medication. Okay, some common ones are going to be sulfonamides, penicillin, seizure medication, such as in our patient, antibiotics such as quinolone, cephalosporins, and then steroids and NSAIDs can also cause this as well. And then how about what is the underlying pathophysiology of this patient's skin sloughing? Okay, the underlying mechanism is basically an immune response to whichever medication was administered. Um, systemic immune response causing the skin to slough off. All right. And as we saw, not only can you see skin sloughing, erosion of the mucosal surfaces, but it often presents, okay, in this kind of buzz phrase terminology, with erythematous dusky macules. And then basically these macular lesions progress to sloughing of the skin with more severe um, presentations, basically. All right. And 
something important that I also threw into the vignette was the fact that when the physician applied slight pressure to the skin, sloughing was noted. All right, this is known as Nikolsky sign. So that's, once again, Nikolsky sign. And you can see it described in stems as sloughing of the epidermis, separation of the outermost layer of skin when slight pressure is applied. So basically, um, there's a disruption of the epidermal barrier, weakening due to immune response. And when you kind of slide your fingers or your hand over the skin, blisters form and the skin actually comes off. Okay, so that's known as Nikolsky sign. And that's pretty um, often seen and often tested with Steven Johnson and toxic epidermal necrolysis. So diagnosis here, you're mainly going to be a clinical diagnosis, so good history, thorough physical. Um, you can do biopsy and a high-yield histology for SJS and TEN is going to be full thickness eosinophilic epidermal necrosis. All right, so it's full thickness of the epidermis, and then you're going to see eosinophils and necrosis. All right. And then, obviously, to treat this, what would you go ahead and do? First thing, in a vignette, a patient was started on seizure or anti-seizure medication. What would be your first step in treatment here? Right, you obviously want to discontinue the causative agent, whatever resulted in this happening for the patient. And then, basically, you're going to treat the patient similar to burn patient. So... Temperature management, you're going to want to replace fluids and electrolytes. So, again, that's if you see this in a vignette, first thing, stop the medication. So, in our case, stop the anti seizure med, then control the patient, patient's temperature, replace their fluids for dehydration, and also replace electrolytes. Okay, good. So, that is Stevens Johnson, SJS and TEN. Remember the cutoff of less than 10% being SJS, 10 to 30% kind of being in a gray area, greater than 30% being TEN. All right. It's almost always in clinical vignettes presented after a patient begins a medication. And first step, discontinue that agent and then kind of treat symptomatically. All right, next vignette here, we have a newborn that suddenly develops fever. Their blood pressure is 50 over 30, and they also have a generalized erythematous rash with positive Nikolsky sign. All right, so newborn with fever, hypotension, they have a rash all over the body, and when the physician applies pressure to the skin, blistering is noted. All right, so this is going to be staphylococcal scalded skin syndrome, or SSSS. All right, and basically this is due to staph aureus and the exfoliative toxin A and B an exotoxin kind of destroys the keratinocyte attachments in the granulosum, stratum granulosum, so that 
kind of targets those desmosomes, right? And let's see, an important distinction between uh, staph scalded skin syndrome and SJSTEN is that in staph scalded skin syndrome, it's a little tongue twister to say, um, you're the exotoxin is targeting the stratum granulosum, okay, versus an SJSTEN. Um, you're targeting the kind of below that a little bit at the junction where the dermis and the epidermis meet. All right, so SJS is a little bit more superficial versus a little bit more deep um, in SJS and TEN, okay? And Commonly, staph scalded skin syndrome is associated with kind of a systemic um, staph aureus infection or ingestion of toxin. Okay, and then important, you will see the positive Nikolsky sign in this as well, which is again sloughing of the skin with applied pressure. Oftentimes, this presents in a child or infant and they will be febrile. All right. So, if you see a positive Nikolsky sign in an infant, okay, in an infant, most often that will be staph scalded skin syndrome, all right? If you see Nikolsky sign positive in an adult, think more SJS or TEN, then divide those two based on uh, total body surface area affected, Remember the 10%, 10 to 30%, and greater than 30% cutoffs. All right, and you should be good. So again, this is high yield, often tested with seizure or anti-epileptic medication for SJSTEN, and then infants with fever, rash, and skin sloughing, that is going to be more um, staph scalded skin syndrome. All right, so learn to differentiate these, study these a little bit more. Hopefully this podcast is helpful. And again, if you have any questions, feel free to let me know. Or if anything needs to be modified in this podcast, I'm always open to that. Thanks for listening and best of luck.